Welcome to the vault where you can find the code to unlock your success. In this space, I invite real, inspiring and successful experts. We have eye-opening conversations about the way to reach your highest potential in life and in business. We will cover the mastery of mindset, energy, emotions, transformation, sales, marketing, thriving in business without losing your authenticity and balance. Hi, I'm Sonia Martinovic and host of The Vault, an entrepreneur, mindset mastery and online business coach with an obsession on real transformation. I'm on a mission to help entrepreneurs and other influencers master the mindset and build a successful and impactful business. Do you want to break free from your limitations and express your truest self in business and in life? Is growth your game and success your aim? Then you are in the right place. Welcome to the vault. Let's start cracking your code. And welcome to a new episode of the vault where we will level up with Sean Shushak. He's two times best-selling author the number one results coach, and the productivity speaker. I Dominate Magazine just named this as one of the top 25 speakers of 2022, and I'm very proud and honored to have him here today on the show. Welcome, Sean. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited we had this amazing chat about productivity and entrepreneurship and the stories that really shift us around and to create new results. I'm very excited for the listeners to tune in to our previous conversation. So please tell a little bit about your story. What got you to become the one of the best productivity coaches and results coaches? Well, that's, that's a loaded question. Thank you for asking. I, if you'd have told me when I graduated high school that I was going to be doing what I'm doing, I certainly probably would have called you out on it because it was never, ever in the plan as far as I was concerned at that time that I was going to be standing on stages and speaking around the world, writing books, coaching, all these things. But the universe has an interesting way of giving us a little bit of a nudge when we think we know better. And I have been, a, I guess, as much as I'm not a fan of the word coach or coaching, because I think there's a stigma, not necessarily a good one attached to those words, especially where last year's, I was a coach long before there was such a thing as coaching. I was doing this back when I was about 21 years old. And I've had the privilege over the last number of years to work with almost 12,000 people and clients. And I think a big part of this is so many of those people have shifted and changed where they're at, where they're going and what they thought was important. And the reason I share that is I thought I knew where I was going. And I moved from small town, farm kid to a larger city, planning on getting a job and living out my life. I wanted quote unquote normal. And I quickly realized that normal wasn't what I wanted because I was highly unemployable. And I had to go do something completely different. And when we start to understand that there's something more than just what we thought, the world shifts. And I think coaching in part is, a, is, is that it revolves around shift and change. Even though uh, one of my mentors said that human beings for change. And I think there's truth to that. And most people remain the same until the pain of remaining the same is greater than the pain of change. Yeah. And so... The challenge is, is most of us have to make a conscious, irrevocable decision to say, hey, I'm going to do something dramatically different, something that I feel uncomfortable doing. And I think that's where coach comes in. Coaching in my world, and one of the reasons I think that I've been and our team has been as successful as we have it over the years, is there's a different approach. It's not about one single modality. It's not about mindset. It's not about business or marketing or any of these. And there's hundreds of them. It's a holistic approach because if we're going to be truly successful and experiences the results that we were intended to, 
we need to approach it from a different perspective. It is about mindset and it's about marketing and it's about business and it's about all these different modalities. And in order to actually see and experience what it was we were intended to, because I believe that it, every single one of us, it was intended that we live a life of abundance. Yes. And if we understand what abundance means, it's not one thing. Okay. It's, it involves a whole lot more. It, that holistic approach. Is money important? Yes. Is it the only thing? No. I don't have people saying to me, Sean, money is evil. No, money is just a tool. If you're, you frame houses for a living and you show up on a job site with your truck and yeah, they don't have many of these in the Netherlands. I know that in a lot of countries we do, and you don't have any tools. You're not a very good framer and you're not going to accomplish very much. So mm-hmm. there are a lot of tools we need, including what goes on in the six inches between our ears. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So. You are one of the top 25 speakers. So tell me that. us, what is, the pa- what is the subject that you're most passionate about speaking about and why? And that's a really good question. There's three or four areas I think we focus on. Productivity is interesting because for probably four or five generations, we've been hearing about how important this buzzword productivity is, but no one really takes a moment to do a deep dive. And everyone that I encounter, I shouldn't say everyone, a vast majority, I'll step off a stage or they send information through social media or through our website. They say, hey, Sean, I want to be able to scale my business. I want to achieve freedom. Well, first, we have to define freedom. So freedom is defined in three ways. The ability to do what you want, when you want, and with whom you want. Yeah. That encompasses everything. And once we start to understand that, then we say, okay, I don't want a quote unquote J-O-B. We're going to go and start a business. So there are lots of people that have gone and started coaching businesses or they're great plumbers or consultants or whatever it is they do. And if we take a look back and we say, okay, what does a, having a business mean? Most people don't know. They think it's about going and incorporating an entity, a corporation, and then doing what they're good at. But just doing what you're good at doesn't mean you're an entrepreneur. And in the book by Michael E. Gerber, he says that most entrepreneurs are just, are just having an entrepreneurial seizure. They're technicians having an entrepreneurial seizure or suffering from an entrepreneurial seizure. So you can go buy yourself a job. It's when we start to scale a business and we start to understand what freedom really and truly is that I just described a moment ago. You can't scale a business until you know what you should not be doing. And once we get clear on what we shouldn't be doing and what those high leverage, those HLAs, high leverage activities are, what are those things that are productive for you? There are lots of things that quote unquote need to get done, but those are not necessarily the things that you as the entrepreneur should be doing. Mm. So when we start to understand what we as the entrepreneur, as the leader, as that individual who's the driving force, then we can start to download, delegate, and automate those things we shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Now, a lot of people say, Michelle, I'm brand new. I just started my business a year ago. There's no way I can afford to hire staff. That's fine. We live in a world where you don't have to hire full-time people. You don't have to put them on the table. I had a, I phoned actually a client. This is going back a few months here. I phoned a client and a very successful client. They do millions of dollars a year. And I said, hey, how are you going to answer the phone? And he said, oh, I'm good, but I'm really busy, Sean. I said, oh, yeah, what are you up to? He goes, oh, I'm putting numbers into my accounting software. And I went, pardon? <laughs> he shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. It's a lot. And yeah. let's be clear, he can't afford to hire someone he just doesn't want to. I said, we don't have to hire a full-time person. There's lots of ways to do this. There are lots of companies that do millions of dollars a year that don't have someone on staff 44 hours a week to do their accounting or their data entry. They have someone come in for a day a week or three times a month or whatever it is. And you change the dynamic of what you're doing. So you are focused on and investing time in where you see a return. One of the best investments we talk about is coaching. Because listen, 
if you really look at truly successful people today, every single one of them has a coach. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Or not. That's a hundred percent truth. So what would you say that you need to have in place before you even think of scaling? Well, first of all, you need to have something from a business standpoint, you need to have something that is a people need and something that people will pay for. From time to time, I'll have people say to me, especially when I speak or step off stage of the company, I had a lady one time, this is a number of years ago. She said, I want to knit slippers in my living room, but I want to do a million dollars next year. Is it possible? Anything's possible. But at the end of the day, you can't sit there with a couple of needles knitting slippers and expect that you're going to do a million dollars unless maybe you have machines and a production facility, et cetera. Exactly. So let's look at something where it's a need. Remember, the bigger the problem you can solve, the more value you bring, the more you're worth. Yeah. So what are those, what is something that someone needs? I remember very simply going back when I was a kid, I remember my dad telling me, among a whole bunch of other things, if you're in the business of something that someone needs, you're never going to lack. And I, at the time, I was, that was great. Went in and rattled around for a while. Didn't make much sense. But what he was saying is if you're in a business where people they need a roof over their head, they need somewhere to live. And people need to eat. Yeah. So if you're in a business where you provide food, I'm not talking about a restaurant. I'm just the general statement. Yeah. If you look at one of the highest profits retail environments, it's a grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Then start thinking outside of the box. Start thinking outside of where you are today. Just because this is where you are now doesn't mean that's where you have to stay. And what got you to where you are today isn't going to take you where you want to go. But you have to have a clear picture of that destination. Where is it you're going? Because if you don't know how, if you don't know where you're going, how are you going to get there? Yeah, exactly. You need the direction. You need like this, at least the next point, right? <laughs> and the final point on the horizon, how you want to feel, how you want, what you want to accomplish, what you want to share with other people. So after working with 11 and a half thousand people, what is the biggest lesson you ex extracted from those people and how did it change over the last couple of years? Let's say the last two to three years. We, listen, I, I think I'm a sponge. I don't think I know everything. I don't think I ever will know everything. And the moment I stop learning, I think my life would come to an end. And I think that applies to everybody. Doing what I do um, is always a learning experience. And I think keeping open mind and coming into this with that open mind saying, I'm here obviously to serve and support, but I'm also here to garner information, to learn to become better at what I do. And every day I do that. I talk to people and I have people say to me, like, they'll have a conversation with me or one of our team members to say, you guys are too expensive. Mm. And I think that's even before we talk about money. And I think that's a poor perception because if you don't invest in yourself and expect a return, because when you invest, you expect that ROI. Yeah. You, the best investment you can make is in yourself and you have to start making decisions. And this is important. So if you're listening to this right now, write this down. Do something where this stays front and center. You need to make decisions from where you want to be and not where you are. Mm -hmm. If you want to so build yeah. business, life, career, relationships, and that's really what coaching is all about. When you look at it from a holistic standpoint, this is really important. Okay. Make a decision. If you're going to invest, let's say that right now you're listening to this, you say, you know what? Sean is resonating with me. What he's saying, I want to take my life, business, career, my relationships, not just one level, but way beyond. I have to invest. You're right. You have to invest time, energy, effort, and money. And when you make the decision to do that, listen, if you want something bad enough, it'll come. If you want a new house, a new car, a new watch, a new whatever it is, if you want it bad enough, you are going to find a way to make it a reality. And I want you to see your future in that way. Because if you're making decisions from where you are today, you limit yourself and never go anywhere beyond where you are.
if you make a decision from where you want to be in the future, all of a sudden opportunities, doors, windows start to open up for you, including from a financial standpoint. So if you say, listen, I want to work with Sean, and this is purely hypothetical, just for a sake of conversation, and he's going to cost X number of dollars, but I don't necessarily have all that money in the bank right now. That's okay. There are always solutions to get where you want to go. And we have to be open to finding solutions rather than just close, being closed and saying, never going to happen. There's never in a month of Sundays can I do this. Poor, it's a poor position because you never change, you never move, you never move forward. Absolutely, absolutely. In the beginning of the interview, we were talking about an abundant mindset, right? So how would you define to get to abundant mindset, especially, for example, people that have scarcity around themselves and they do want to achieve something? What is the like formula or thing that you have discovered when it comes to having an abundant mindset when it comes to finance? You need to shift your paradigm. If you don't know what paradigm is, group of habits very typically not our own and usually unsolicited gifts from parents, educators, and religious influences as we grow. You have the ability to accept or reject any thought or idea that comes into your conscious mind. Remember, the conscious mind is that thinking, it's the power center, okay? Your subconscious mind is where everything is stored, okay? So when it comes to your conscious mind, you can decide, is this what I want to take in or not? And if you decide not, you can keep moving. But what we do is we accept uncritically everything that comes out of us. Yeah, that's, that, me, that, that was was programmed, yeah. When we grew up, you probably heard something, It's and maybe even parents, remember you said garbage in, garbage out. That's wrong. It's mm. garbage in, garbage stays. Mm. So when you allow garbage in, it stays. So we have to be very aware of what we allow in and be able to make that conscious, and this is another one of those irrevocable decisions to say, I'm going to shift my paradigm. Because what you focus on, you get more of. So if we're focused, and this is so vitally important, if we're focused on those things we don't want, and I ask this question every single presentation I have given for mm, well over 20 years, okay? Every single presentation I've asked this question, what is it you really and truly want? And I get mixed responses, but the number one response is either, this is interesting, and I think it's interesting. I don't want to go bankrupt. I don't want a divorce. I don't. And I say, hey, time out, friends. What is it you want? Now, I didn't ask what you didn't want. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Right? When you know what you want, the rest starts to fall into place. The problem is we're focused on the wrong things. We're not focused on solutions. We're focused on those problems that, listen, let's be clear. If you had a destination, there's this thing called the terror barrier. And I know it seems like it's this brick wall that reaches all the way into the sky and it looks like you can't get over through or around it. That's not reality. It's paper mache. But we sit in our easy chair and we go, man, that's a fantastic idea I just came up with. I'm going to go and execute on that. We get out of the easy chair and we start on our way and we come up to this big, thick brick wall. And we go, oh my goodness, there's no way on God's green earth I can do anything with this. And we go right back to our comfort zone. And in my first book, I say this, the roadmap to success is printed on the outside of that box we put ourselves in. The comfort zone. What we're focused on. Yeah. Everything else changes. If Absolutely. you're focused on problems, you're going to get there. When they teach stunt car drivers how to do a 180, okay, they teach you the focus on where the car is going to end up, not, not how they got there. Not the road or, yeah. Want to crush some of the productivity myths that you have found through your experience. What are some of the productivity myths that you want to crush today on this interview? 
This is a good question, actually, because the other thing we've heard for a very long time is priorities. Okay. They say, people say, well, I have a priority list. Priorities and productivity go hand in hand. They're married. Okay. So I've had people come to me and say, hey, listen, Sean, even I was at an event, I remember this probably four or five years ago, and somebody came to me, they had 16 pages of size 11 font, printed out and handed it to me and said, this is my priority list. I said, this is not a priority list. This is a to-do list you're probably never going to get through. And it's overwhelming. And yeah. the mind goes, oh my goodness. And you never do anything. So you stay stuck. I don't like to-do list. <laughs> 100%. So if we go back a couple hundred years in the English language, the word priority was singular, not plural. Mm. There were no priorities. It didn't exist. Mm. So it was one, but here's the reality today. You need to have three top priorities. What are those things you're engaged on? The moment, the law of three states that truly successful people have three areas of focus at any given time. And the moment they exceed three, they fail at all. So if you have three areas of focus, and by the way, the, the other side of that equation, there's more than 12 laws, but the other side of the equation says that truly successful people have a minimum of three sources of revenue or income at any given time. So three sources minimum and three maximum on the focus side. When you have that, all of a sudden, your priorities become clear because you know what these three, what you have to do with, with these three things to, to, in order to get to that place you want to get because you already have clarity of the destination, okay? So if you think you can become productive around this to-do list that's 16, 18, 20, it's not real, it won't happen, it's never going to happen. And the moment you focus on more than three things at one single time, you're going to fail. Now, I have way more than three things, but I'm not the one actively engaged in all of them on a daily basis. All of them, yeah, exactly. Okay, so I have people that help me. And there's no reason, listen, I'm no smarter than you or anyone else listening, okay? It's what I made a decision to do and then designed it, I executed. And one of the things we mess up on as human beings, and we're human, is the speed of implementation. If you know where you want to go, Go do it today. If you don't know, make that decision. Get clear on those three things and start executing now. Listen, what, tomorrow morning is not going to be any different. There's going to be more reasons or excuses or whatever happens. Or we look at it, we say, look at world events. We say, look at who's the president or the prime minister or the inflation or whatever's going on in the world around us. And the reality is you have no control over any of that. Yeah. You become interdirected, not outer-directed. You need to be able to create your own economy Instead of looking outward and saying, what should I listen in 2008, when we saw collapse around the world, there were more, and this is so important, more billionaires created than any other time in history. Mm -hmm. If we go back to the 1930s, the depression, there were more millionaires created than any other time in history. Why is that? Simple reason, because those people were focused on learning from what happened and finding solutions and opportunities. They weren't focused on the, they were focused on the solution and. You said something very interesting. You said speed of implementation, right? And I think when it comes to procrastination, people are procrastinating because it's some kind of stress relief. And honestly, I think that a lot of people had stress during the last two years. So what would you say if someone feels that the business is becoming stressful and they really want to up their productivity and they just don't see exactly how? So besides the three focus points and not doing more of that, but being more of who you want to be and just maybe give away tasks to other people so that you can focus on your genius. What else would you say that is really effective, especially right now in this timing? That's a really good question. Like we live in times where I think no one, if we go back five years, no one could have predicted where the world is today. Okay. When we start looking at leadership or lack of leadership in some countries, 
We take a look at what's going on in Europe right now. We take a look at some of the unrest we see in any of the Western countries around the world. We end up going, oh my goodness, where are we going? So if you're feeling stressed, no, number one, you're not alone. Okay, number two, don't be so hard on yourself. Okay. You didn't create this. And number three, start looking for those solutions rather than the problems. I know I come back to this because as we talked about at the outset of this interview, mindset is a big component. And when we start to understand that everything, there are no exceptions to this rule. Everything that goes on in our lives is in direct relation to what happens here. Everything, what you attracted to your life is going to manifest because of how you focus and what you focus on. So. If you're in a place where you're stressed out, that's a direct result of something that you want to change and you want to change it sooner rather than later. Stress, anxiety and stress lead somewhere. And I'm not a psychiatrist or psychologist, but I've studied the human mind for well over two and a half decades. Yeah. I'll share this. If you're anxious and you don't do anything about that, if you're stressed out and you don't do anything about it, it's going to lead beyond that. And one of the next steps in that is depression. You don't want to see yourself there. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. You also wrote a book around this subject, right? Can you tell us a little bit about the book and also what kind of impact it had maybe on one person's life, a story that you can share? So I, I've written a couple of books and I'll share one. The first one, which is this one came out called Change Your Mind, Change Your Results. The late, great Bob Proctor did the forward to this a few years ago. It's called Change Your Mind, Change Your Results. It's available everywhere you can get online. I'll share, I wrote this because I wanted to impact, positively impact more people. And I didn't realize how much it would. I got a fa unsolicited Facebook message from a young girl back when the book first came out. And she said, dear Mr. Shuchuk, I bought your book online and I read it through three times and it's changed my life. Thank you for writing this book. And it was a very simple message. She's 16 years old. Wow. And this has changed her life. And I think that that sort of story is been repeated many times and I'm very grateful, very humbled to have that, had the opportunity to be able to have this kind of impact. There's a couple more books coming out this year, one this year, I guess, and one that will come out in 2023 as well. But I wrote one and volume one that just, just came out this year called Daily Motivation Volume One. And it's got every day is dedicated to, or every page is dedicated to one day throughout the year. And it's dated January 1 through December 31. And I think what's important about this is when we need to stay, listen, we're hardwired to default to the negative. Yeah. There's a reason why people, you turn a television on, I don't care what channel, I don't care what network, what satellite, doesn't matter, it's irrelevant. There's always going to be some sort of sensationalized commercial for a newscast. And why? Because when we put out that negativity, human nature is, I got to see this. I want to know who was shot and what happened, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And we're hardwired there. So how do we leave that behind and focus on those things that are actually important? It's about feeding this thing in a positive way. So that's what that daily motivation book is really all about. And we, I think we have had to do our second print on that already. That's how many have sold. Because listen, when you go through this book and actually there are companies that are actually, we had a company that the vice president of something or other out of Arizona reached out and we, they bought a copy for each one of their entire staff in the organization. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. It is because yeah. every single member of the team implements is in their culture right now. So that's great. Tell me a little bit more about 
what do you help people with overall? Because I think it doesn't stop at results and productivity. Who do you help most and which problem do you solve the most? What are you really passionate about doing? This is interesting. So one, my background experience in education rolls around business, but I've also studied the human mind. So it's a holistic approach. Coaching is not about one thing. And you and I briefly talked about this before we went live for the interview. We can talk about mindset. We can talk about any modality you want, business, marketing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, there's, there's hundreds of them. But when we start to understand it's only one thing that's important and that's the outcomes or the results, that idea that we take this holistic approach and say, okay, here's where you are today. Let's make a decision of where you want to be. Let's say two years from now, financially relationships, et cetera. There's a few different components that we go through. And then we reverse engineer that. We say, here's where you want to be. We're going to reverse engineer this together. And we're going to figure out what has to happen every year, every month, every week, every day. And for those that like me, maybe with a touch of undiagnosed ADHD, we say, what has to happen every hour? What do you need to be doing every hour in order to get, and then we start executing because we know what has to happen. If we set this, Jim Collins, the book, Good to Great talks about this big, hairy, audacious goal. So I'm a simple guy. I'm a foreign kid or was. You can eat an entire apple, but you can't eat it in one bite. So we take this great, big, hairy, audacious goal. We break it down into bite-sized pieces that you can understand and assimilate. If you just give your mind this massive objective, this goal, it, if it's never been there, never done it before, at some level, it shuts down. So we allow you to become that individual on all fronts, relationships. And let's be very clear. There's in life. There are only two things life is predicated on. One is the decisions you make. And two are the relationships you establish, nurture, and grow. That's it. So when we start to understand business is built to relationships. Yes. Okay. And every business, whether some like it or not, and I always have this discussion, people say, I'm not a salesperson. Okay. If you're married, if you had a spouse, if you have a spouse, you have kids, trust me on one thing, you're in sales. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Okay? Five-year-old that's always negotiating. But dad, can I? Yeah. <laughs> that's. That's so, I so resonate with that. A hundred percent. And anyone yeah. who's married or has kids or a spouse or a partner is going to understand this. I joke sometimes from the stage that divorces start with one question. The question is, honey, where do you want to go for dinner? I don't know. You, I don't know. Back and forth. And all of a sudden there's an argument. Listen, let's be very clear. But there isn't, it doesn't matter where you come from, what your background is, what your education level is, who your parents were, doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. If you want to be at a certain place in life, there is nothing that can stop you except you. Yeah. And you make the irrevocable decision to achieve what it is you want, need, desire, and ultimately deserve in your life. Go after it. Get that coach. Surround. Jim Rohn said you're the sum total of the top five people you associate with the most. It puts yourself into that group. Put yourself in the way of those people who are going to help you grow and succeed. Oh, that's amazing. Where can people, you have this amazing gift, right? The book. You're going to give a book away to our listeners. So... Where can they find it? You know what? Let's do this. First of all, show notes anyway, but you might want to sure. go to changeresults.com. Um, and also this, I think this is really important. I think you have a website too, in the show notes as well, but you can go to changeresults.com. And if you want to get in contact with us through the website at changeresults.com, you can also go to, uh, and get yourself a copy of the original first book, Change Your Mind, Change Your Results, Daily Motivation. And then also this one came out this year is your freedom journal. And this is an entire system all around you achieving more and becoming more productive. You go to highproductivitystore.com and grab that. That's amazing. So one last question, Sean. So 
What is the one question that nobody ever asks you, but you would love to answer? This is an interesting one because I think so many people are afraid. I have free people that have, I've introduced myself to you. I'm so glad you came up and talked to me, Sean. I was, I didn't want to come and shake your hand or I was afraid to talk to you. And, and so I want to encourage every single person out there. There is, whether you want to admit it or not, or this is maybe not even a talk, topic you bring up with family, friends, or at parties. Everybody has a dream. Everybody wants more. It doesn't mean materialistic things, but certainly money and finances changes lives and adds freedom. It also gives the opportunity to impact more people in a positive way when you have it. It's really difficult to make or to have a positive influence without a positive or positive impact without a positive cash flow. So think about this for a second. When you want something more, take the step. Yes, it can be scary. Yes, you're going to feel butterflies. Yes, I've had people tell me, Sean, I'm sick to my stomach <laughs> because I may, I have had this. Yeah, it's I know. <laughs> yeah. If you want it, go after it. Get that coach. If you want to contact us, you have all the information. I'm happy to have a conversation with you. This is about shifting and changing where you are in life. Listen, you're never going to look back on your life and say, I wish... I hadn't had that coach and done some really cool things in life, become freer. Yeah, absolutely. I love this, Sean. And we will be back to level up again. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Vault. Respect for showing up and creating your next stage of life and business. If you like this episode, I invite you to dive deeper and stay. The S stands for subscribe and share. Make a screenshot right now and pay it forward and send this to five friends who can benefit from this value. The T stands for try and transform. Try the technique, at least until the next episode. The A stands for action. Action creates success. Don't stay a student. When you have a code, you should try to open the vault. And finally, the Y stands for you. This is about the most valuable asset of the vault and life in general, the one and only authentic you. So if this was your code, please comment and help the vault grow. Hashtag unlocked, hashtag next level, hashtag dive deeper and see you next week to level up again.